0: It is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praise to your name, O Most High, to herald your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night, on the psaltery and on the lyre, to the melody of the harp. For you have made me glad by your acts, O Lord, and I shout for joy because of the works of your hands. Lord, how great are your works! Your thoughts are very deep. The dullard does not know, nor does the fool understand, that though the wicked grow like weeds, and all the workers of iniquity flourish, they flourish only to be destroyed forever. But you, O Lord, are exalted forevermore. For lo, your enemies, O Lord, lo, your enemies shall perish, and all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But you have raised up my horns like those of a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh oil. My eyes spy out those who watch me. My ears hear when enemies rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree and shall spread abroad like a cedar of Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be green and succulent, that they may show how upright the Lord is, my rock, in whom there is no injustice. Amen. This is our Psalm for this Sunday, and I've read it all. Uh the the psalm reading for for this Sunday out of Psalm 92. Uh, they skip quite a few verses. They they're doing verses 1 through 4 and then 12 through 15, our lectionary is. And and part of it is because we want to skip out all the parts talking about enemies and evil and, and wickedness and 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 all these things in part because I think we're scared. <laughs> We don't like to talk about those things because we have we have a particular view of the world, don't we? Especially here in the Western world, in the first world, we have a particular view of, of how the world works. And we can't imagine that there are people in the world capable of, of such evil. And yet, I've told this story before in Bible studies, uh, that when I was in college, a, a young woman, uh, was in one of my education classes at the time when I was thinking I wanted to be a social studies secondary ed teacher. That lasted for, I think, a year, maybe a semester. And she was from South Africa. And I can remember having conversations with her. Uh, well, her parents were, they were missionaries in South Africa, but she was born there and she only knew South Africa. She didn't know America. Um, But she talked about how the church there had no problem praying these psalms especially the, the the churches that were predominantly African and not European in origin. Because of the wickedness they saw, the evil, the pain, the strife, the heartache that they saw. They would pray these things to, to open up, as it does here in the first four verses of, it is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praise to your name, O Most High, to herald your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. There's this... this, this uh, exaltation of God, of what God has done, who God is, that, that that we praise him, that we praise him on musical instruments, that because he's made us glad by his acts and that we're going to tell of his wondrous deeds. But then it goes on to talk about how the workers of iniquity, they're going to be destroyed. And that actually becomes the vengeance that, that we see coming, Right? That even in this life, we might have those who cause us harm, that cause us pain, and might make our lives horrible for all of our life. And yet, the vengeance that comes is that they can do everything they can to try and live forever, and they won't. They will still die. They will still become dust again that they can try and make a name for themselves. And many times those names just get destroyed. I, I think of, you can go to Russia today and you find these parks that are set up with all the statues of Lenin and Stalin and others that have been torn down. And they're basically left there so as a reminder of what happened in that country for 80 years. Uh, It's the same thing when you go to a place like Iraq, where they tore down all the Saddam Hussein statues, and they did everything they possibly could to destroy those things in order to wipe his name from memory, although I think they've held on to many so that they might remember what happened. All these places that are completely different than where we live, needing to have these words to to be reminded that the, the workers of iniquity shall be scattered, the workers of evil, the workers of wickedness. We don't want to think that evil or wickedness exists. We pretend that it doesn't. But I think about today, as as my family and I are preparing to leave uh, leave Minnesota to go back to California. But here in Minnesota, in the, in the Twin Cities especially, we're having a major issue of an uptick in violence. And nobody's really said much until three children were shot. Two of them have died, I believe. I can't remember about the third one. I know two of them have died. But three children have been shot and even killed in crossfires of gang violence and all sorts of things, and no one has come forward. I just saw the other day that a 19-year-old was in the Twin Cities watching some drag racing or whatever and got shot three times, ended up dying, and she was from the suburbs. She was just there to go with friends and got shot this uptick in violence, the the fact that there are people in our country, and and we wanna say, well, we wanna explain it away with psychology or whatnot. There are people in our country who have been raised in such a place to which they have no problem pulling a trigger to settle a dispute. They have no problem with shooting another human being because they value their life no more than they value the life of another person. And that, I'm sorry, regardless of how we want to psychologize it. For me, I see that as evil. Evil alive and well. Sin alive and well in us, working its way to destroy creation. To do what it can to undo all the things that God has done. To, to spread destruction. Just because we can, in some cases. And yet, there's hope. And that's what we get at the end of the psalm. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree and shall spread abroad like a cedar of Lebanon. That kind of goes along with our reading yesterday from from Ezekiel, right? Ezekiel 17. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. That makes me think of of Psalm 1, right? Being the the, the righteous one is, is like a tree planted by the riverbank. They shall bear fruit in old age, they shall be green and succulent, that they may show how upright the Lord is. I, I like that phrase. I am reading from the Psalter that's in the that's in the, the ELCA hymnal here. Uh, but I like that phrase that how upright the Lord is. And we can think righteousness, we can think justice, or or being just, but we can also think about trustworthy. That God makes promises to us, and we hold him to those promises and know that he's going to fulfill them because he has. That's that's what we do when we talk about uh, God being the God of the promise, when we talk about God being a covenant God, when we talk about extolling the works of God, the works of, of, of his hands that, that bring us joy as we see at the beginning of the psalm, so that we're not left in this picture of well, the workers of iniquity, they're going to be destroyed. We we make that turn finally to this place of hope, where it, where it tells us that the difference between the worker of the iniquity and the righteous one was one planted by God. I pray, Church, that's true for you. That 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 you have have roots going down into the dirt, feeding from from the river of life that is God's word that is uh, the sacraments, that is his church, that is the, the working of God and his gospel upon you, that you might be built up in your faith to trust God more. And with that then, with the gospel and with the law, we get humbled to where uh, sin gets put to death in us. As we start to be able to see that, that we are sinners saved by grace, we start to look at others differently. And that's my prayer, church, that we get grounded in his word, get grounded and, and, and are able to flourish in the courts of God, in the house of the Lord, and desire to be there as often as we can, whether that's in church or just in the, the house of the Lord, which is the scriptures. And may that be so in you today. Let us pray. O God, you are the tree of life, offering shelter to all the world. Graft us into yourself and nurture our growth, that we may bear your truth and love to those in need. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Well, church, we will see you tomorrow as we take a look at a reading from 2 Corinthians. But go in peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.